Welcome everyone. My name is Vida and this is Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. A podcast where we discuss current news and developments happening in the cricket world with a special focus on Sri Lanka cricket. This is episode 10 of season 1 and I'm joined by my co-host Sohan. How are you doing, Bora? Good, Vida. How are you keeping? I'm good too, Bora. Double waxed and ready to play cricket. Now remember what we discussed when we decided to start this podcast, Bora? Uh, I think I know where things are. You said this is the tenth episode. We're gonna, I think, do ten episodes and see where things lead. Is that right? Or yeah, 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 exactly right. We've done ten episodes now. What's the plan now? We do ten more and see how we go. Or yeah, interesting. I mean, we've caught up for a few discussions about the game we love, but we seem to be able to discuss a different topic because cricket's not stopping. So let's keep going for a while. Let's see where things lead to. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? As I always say, we got a lot to talk about, and uh, today we'll talk mostly about T20 World Cup, which is coming up next. IPL's done and dusted, and it's amazing how the cricket move on quickly these days. Everything's cramped up. So just after the IPL, we are moving into a World Cup. Yeah, lots to cover with that. Um, before we get into the juicy topics of, I mean, the wins of the IPL and the T20 World Cup. We had a good chat with Russ about fitness in the game in our last episode. How it has has a massive impact in the game. To put things into perspective to our listeners out there, the game's intensity has risen as a result of the T20 game being introduced, as well as different uh, changes in the rules in um, 50-over cricket. Uh, means that the games played at high intensity. Mm. So you need to be. We hear about the topic match fit, uh, being able to play the game to the um, required pace. But I think now the measurements are against uh, how much uh, area or meters they're covering against the time per minute. So high intensity player is you know he might. Moves really fast, hitting sixes and covering a lot of ground. Um, so that's the importance of the game, and I think Russ touched base about it really well with us. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I mean, looking at the comments and the feedback we received, everybody loved it. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to interview episode with Russell Jarrett. You will love that because he has. Been in this industry for thirty years, and you can take a lot out of that episode. We we'll start with IPL, isn't it, Bora? Yeah, we saw it just finished up uh, on Saturday. We talked about Chennai being the the dominant team, or you know, the kings of the T20 at the moment. They seem to be always in a final or always there about, and just it was one sided game. Uh, they just mm-hmm. took it took it across. So this um, is their fourth title, Dhoni's fourth title as well. They've been in the finals for for ten times. That was a good display of a dominant cricket by an experienced side. I mean, they had this set of players for almost ten years, and um, as we discussed in our earlier episode, they 
don't really change their playing levels much and they depend on their key players to play a part i mean play winning uh, inning or a spell with their batting or bowling i had to mention dwayne bravo that's this is his 16th t20 title bora uh, uh, yeah. he he has overtaken his uh, countryman kiran pollard who has 15 titles so this shows that how dominant these west indies t20 cricketers are playing all around the world and uh, Um, talk about batting partnerships gaikwad and faf they top the batting list what else do you want your two openers topping the batting yeah. the most runs chart that shows how uh, dominant they were yeah i think you summed it up pretty well their top order um fired throughout and the hallmark of chennai super kings wins in um final cricket i mean i just had a look into the past wins they've had they've always had that opener scoring the big runs in the final so 2011 murali vijay scored a 95 in in the finals um 2018 chain watson chasing the target scored oh, 117 yeah and now uh, ff uh in the most recent game batting through you know 86 mm. um doni touch back in the press conference uh about how they've lost i mean you said they've been part of 10 finals have won four um so they've been on the other side of the coin as well and he said look we want to get ahead of the game and mm. keep that gap through um that's i mean the best way to do is with the top order firing so the plan seemed to work and lovely to see um you saw dj bravo um celebrating the team celebrating these are colorful characters sadly might be the last few years we see people like the uh, bravos polads in the game uh, that's that generation now facing out but brilliant signs um, you reckon doni will retire or what do you think I don't think so for because he gave us hint uh, Harsha Bogle asked him uh, in the post match presentation uh, yeah. he's like oh, no I'm not done yet so my <laughs> guess is uh, he wants to retire in front of his home crowd in Chennai so and yeah and yeah. I, next IPL is in it's only um 5 6 months isn't it so yeah yeah so he, he, I reckon he'll play one more season yeah. we talked about uh, Chennai making the finals and losing finals i saw it in donis in the last few overs there was few whites and uh, no balls pulled by the bowlers and yeah. i haven't seen him get animated like that because because he knows that you know once it slips from your hands anything can happen in t20 so i saw yeah. him get animated a little bit he normally he's a very cool calm character you can see him throwing his arms around and uh, there was a bit of uh, action from the big yeah. alaiwa i mean analyzing the teams akr was um, bandaging as we go along they had a misfire in middle order and we they forgot found out they couldn't hide the fact andre russell was a massive factor but yeah. hamstring injury i mean we heard um, russ talk about the recovery period so it's um, it's a hard one for them to come back and morgan i know his captaincy was good but him not scoring was a massive that because that order from number 3 downwards hardly scored a run yeah. they were like mm. through the semi finals as well i mean there was a you know a string of ducks in that order i've saw yeah. see so unfortunate they've i mean hats off to them they made the finals but 
it was a mismatch against that uh, Chennai team. For me, with uh, talking about the Chennai team, for me, uh, I don't know, it's a topic we can have a chat. For me, Mr. IPL is Suresh Raina. Um, He is such an impact player because him in that playing group is a massive factor. When he's not playing, when he's in the camp, I think he settles the team well. I mean, Mm. the last edition, Dhoni, I mean, Chennai didn't qualify in the first five or get through the stage. He's... Because Rafael, he had some personal issues. He didn't participate in the tournament. In social media, you might see him. He's the guy always on to something mischief. I mean, he smashes the cake on players. He's always the ringleader um, when it comes to pulling off tricks. So he just settles the camp. You know, every team has a character. It kind of gives the... Room for the more serious guys like your Donies, Flemings to, you know, know the team's, you know, mood is settled by a player like Suresh Raina. So for me, he's been a massive factor. I think if you ask any of the juniors in that camp, they'll probably say Suresh Raina is the guy I go to or I feel more comfortable. Yeah. So um, similar to how Murali was in the Sri Lankan camp, you, you, you know how the juniors, yeah. he, I think he, like he, takes them out for dinner and first tour is that how it is or yeah yeah i mean he's he's the first person who'll come up to a newcomer and have a chat you know just to make sure that you're welcome into that environment and um he's been doing that for i reckon for the last till he retired he did that and yeah. uh, maybe suresh rayana's doing the same thing uh, in that dressing room as he said yeah, yeah, but interesting because it's going to be another a fresh auction. Um, things are going to change. We've heard Mumbai Indians might not be able to hold the same squad. Same will apply for uh, Chennai Super Kings. They'll probably uh, lay out more about the auction rules, uh, what happens there. Uh, but never nonetheless, it's been a strong core uh, team that has been. I mean, you have Chennai Super Kings, Mumbai Indians, the powerhouses in the IPL. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been really exciting few weeks and um, it's funny how world cricket works these days. As soon as one big tournament finished, the next one starts. I mean, we're moving on to 2020 World Cup now and um, Sri Lanka yeah. has played four warm-up games and um, we talked about building up to this main event of the World Cup. I think Team Sri Lanka in UAE has ticked almost all the boxes when it comes to preparations. Uh, isn't it, Bora? Yeah, for me, um, we've been following the warm-up games. I mean, it's good to see that we've been trialing out different combinations. So um, I've been keenly following that. I know the games weren't uh, on live scoring, but we get hold of the score sheets through the viewers sharing uh, links, which was handy just to get our analysis out. A glaring tactical change or that stands out is Avishka slotted into bat at number four. We're not sure yet who will bat at number three. I think it's good if we touch on the batting now because I think we covered the bowling. Number three might be between Chandalanka at this stage because um, even Banuka was like he was slotted into bat at number five. The concern with Banuka batting, I think not at number three, would have mainly been around that early dismissals that he's been getting. 
So that yeah. would have prompted him to go down. Nonetheless, the three key players would be Kusal at the top. Uh, Vanidu and Dushmanta will lead the bowling charge for us. Avishka has put in a strong performance in the game so far. However, he's yet to prove international T20 or when it's you know, classified as official yeah. games. So hopefully he can continue his form though. Remember, we've been talking about these things since the England tour, right? I mean, settling into a role... It takes time and we are lucky that we had these few games yeah. playing in those conditions. And uh, we talked a lot about the bowling. I think we have a settled bowling unit now, you know, that gives the freedom to... You can try in many combinations now because you have options. Lahiru Kumara, one guy we didn't mention was Lahiru Kumara who has come up with back-to-back yeah. good performances. So he seems to be firing all cylinders. We might... Surprise few countries if we make to the main draw, Bora. Yeah, interesting. I mean, Lahiru Kumara addition has helped spread the workload now. Like mm. in, in, the, in my bowling chart that I put through, Dasun doesn't have to bowl as many overs now. He can, he can maybe you know sneak in one if, if he's got a good day, might sneak in two or spread amongst other bowlers. So that gives us that confidence. Mm. Uh, and the good thing is they bowl 140 of them, Dushmanta yeah, and yeah. Lahiru Kumar. So, yeah. no, a lot of teams are going to struggle that. And hopefully, playing against the smaller teams or the qualifying rounds, they might not be used to playing this pace, you know. Um, yeah. So, it might work in our favour. I think that's the thinking behind him. But he's done a good job in the lead-up games that he's played. Charmik looks to be given the new ball. Uh, looks like that's uh, he'll trying to get the ball swing if possible, get a bit of movement early up. But coming back into our batting, uh, the options as it stands, or oh, it looks, will open with uh, I think Patum just edged up with performance he put in. Chandi or Asalanka, number three, Avishka, Banuka, Dasun, Vanidu, and then again Chami batting there. He might come up a bit because he seems to be the guy in that hitting or batting form out of that yeah. Uh, yeah. five, six, seven slot. Um, that looks like the batting we have. A toss-up might be Banuka to bat at number three and Charit Asalanka batting at five. That means Chandimal might not make the level or he might open up between the players because I think the way they seem to be is they want a bit more solidarity or a bit more steadiness at the top, which is why we've seen the change of Banuka batting to number five all over because if it sets up well, Banuka has the license to bat at, you know, able to go at that risk rate where if he comes off, he's batting at 130 to 140 strike rate. Um, if he gets out, that's fine because it means better comes in and goes hard. That may be the thoughts behind it. Only worry is if Chandi and Patum end up batting together. And, yeah. You know, the maybe our you know our run rate might drop down and uh, that's yeah, that is a worry. A spot on. I think there is a bit of a worry there because that means they might because they generally strike around that 80 to 90 percent mark so it means we are not getting the runs and in the UAE you want, you want runs at the top quick yes. so because it's a bit harder through the middle yeah we'll we'll find out what's happening there Vida, have you you've seen the new thoughts on that new playing kids yeah oh they look good isn't it 
Oh, I love them. I love them. I think we, I love we the have fact another... that we have uh, two different kids as well. Yeah, I think we are one of the first only teams to have a home and away kit. Yeah. So it looks flashy, looks good, um, looks more energetic. Mm. I mean, it's good. With uh, something I'd like to talk about, I mean, this is unknown territory for all of us playing qualifying cricket yeah. in an ICC event. Um, there's a lot of a lot of feel for the players, the management, everyone, because as a full uh playing nation we've always gotten used to playing events. we go through you know we don't have to do anything we, we are guaranteed the spot in the main yeah. row yeah west indies i think they, they had to qualify in the t- one day to uh, world cup Months. last yeah. year yeah and you, you still want those players i mean sri lanka we've been um we've been strong performers in white ball cricket mm. uh, so this bit of an unknown i mean there are pressures of having to be up there but i just feel that we'll pull through knowing that we've had processes where our players are playing more competitive cricket and you know get in there so hopefully we can relax our nerves and kick off and perform to what is expected our first is against namibia yeah. it's a slightly easier fixture than uh, from the three we have just i've just slightly analyzed or gone through the Namibia um, group. I think their batting's strength is, they've got some power hitters in um, JJ Smith, Craig Williams and um, David Vesey. He's the South African player who's oh, turning yep. up in South Africa. And a heavy right-hand batting order. The likes like Vanidu Hasaranga will play, have an impact. We don't have any left-arm spinners in the um, squad, so mm. It might mean Anidu has to, you know, break through that order as well as we bank on the fast bowling that we have. Did you, I mean, you would have seen the big statement made by the Netherlands yeah. skipper saying Sri Lanka won't go through easily. The thing uh, is, Bora, sometimes these things get blown up in the media. I mean, you know, yeah. maybe, I don't know whether he came out and said that in one sentence, you know. Yeah. It's... It gets it's all uh, juicy in the media, but yes, but I mean, he's got a point. Like you know, they are you know they made it this far, and they want to to make it through to the next you know next stage. So if they will play mind games as well, because as you said, we are in unknown territory. You yeah. don't want to mess it up. Like you don't want to leave it to the last game in Saja. So yeah, that's true. you know to be on the safe side, get these two wins. Yeah, get the first two games knocked aside, so you don't have to worry. But for some reason, I just feel that last that last game against Netherlands. If, I mean, if we win it, we'll be fine. But still, Netherlands might need that game. So it might be whoever wins that game scrapes through as the second team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe. So we'll see what happens. But Sri Lankans, as we Sri Lankans generally are not known to be outspoken in the media and i'm sure this there is guys it's we would have seen and read it but yeah. waiting for him to play i mean against netherlands we've had some pretty good performance in the past mm. i mean we've smacked some big numbers in games that we played against them so i think it'll come into play you know so wish our sri lankan team the best um for the games that are going to be kicking off i think Tuesday, isn't it? With us, yeah. Tuesday, then Thursday, yeah. So we're keenly following and supporting them. The boys, Dasun's leading team, will 
So yeah. when we've got a uh, pip of cricket in the mix that we wanted, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. he brings brings that confidence to the squad, yeah. isn't it? You know, he brings that all that experience and um, yeah, you know, him having alongside you give you that 10-15 percent extra. The good thing with uh, just to touch up with MJ being in that setup is he'll bring in clear community. So if players say I don't know what my role is, that's yep. that won't be any question anymore. Because I think he'll he'll mm. mark it out and let them know. One other good news I saw was Angelo makes himself available for Sri Lanka selections again. Uh, he had excused himself. He said, don't consider me for selection uh, for the last few months and uh, stating personal reasons. Tuesday, he, he has uh, came out and said, you know, I'm ready to go. So that's really good because we'll be playing some test cricket in November uh, and... Lanka Premier League is scheduled to play in December as well. So we'll be ready to go in in those uh, matches. Yeah, it's a good addition to see him come back. I mean, he's a great that we need him in the game. Like, talk about T20 cricket, how the game has improved in feeling. He was one of the first guys to bring those outfield catchers from, you know, <laughs> in the other field in play. He was mm. one of the guys who said, look, this can be done. And him stable head in that middle order in test cricket, um, even one day cricket, he'll, he has a massive impact. Good to see him uh, training, put him himself available so he feels he's fit now to be in that mix. So he's in a right set of mindset as well. He's put his green flag saying, I'm ready for it. Yeah, for a moment, I was worried that he's going <clears> to <throat> announce a retirement, Bora. Because yeah. we saw a few retirements announcement coming from Isurudana. And, you know, for a moment I was worried, but because he's got a few years of good cricket in him. After Upul, I think he, he's, the mo- he's the most run scorer in one day cricket. We can have his services for at least two, three years to come, uh, Bora. Talking about yeah. T20 World Cup news, I think South Africa missed the trick by leaving Faf Duplessis out of the squad because he announced his retirement from Test cricket, but he made himself available for white ball cricket. They left him out and looking at the form he's in and he's already in UAE, I think they missed the trick. I think they missed a massive trick there because we've heard in the media or some, some time back they were pushing to get AB to come and play. Yeah. Uh, out of retirement when they've got a guy who is hasn't retired from T20 cricket uh, being up there they, they've just turned a blind eye on him mm. and he's one of the only South Africans or a few South Africans to win uh, a marquee event South Africa generally the, the choking tag they have yeah I was, can't put a reason behind what is we can only show of him being missed in that camp he looks fit. He smashes the ball around opener, argues well for them. So not sure what's going on in that camp. So Bora, Faf might be going back to South Africa from UAE, but he might come back to Sri Lanka in December to play in the LPL. He has shown his interest. He's put down his name to get picked in the draft. So we might see him. There are a few big names in the list. we got Chris Gale, Andrew Russell, David Malan, Duplessis, Afridi. Shoaib Malik and yeah. Um, yeah, many more. I mean, to play, see, get him into Sri Lanka straight away, give him a good holiday, keep him there. <laughs> it's good. I think you talk about back to back tournaments, look like soon as we finish the T20 World Cup, mm-hmm. a lot of the players 
going to Sri Lanka setting up for the um, LPL to be kicked off. I think Shoaib Malik's name was thrown out that he's made it into the Pakistan T20 camp now on the back of Soel Maksud or he was... Someone was um, injured. Yeah. Someone was injured. Yeah. So he comes back into that squad. So it will boost that attack. So I've seen even Chris Lins put his name from Australia for the LPL. Oh, yeah. So... Um, watch, out. watch out, heavy heater. Um, he, he he hits a long ball, so it's good. I think a lot of the games are going to be played out uh, in Hambantota. Nonetheless, um, it's hopefully we'll get more players in the mix. That's good for our domestic players. We've seen our under nineteen team playing um, a, a series against Pakistan. Bangladesh, uh, sorry. Oh, is it Bangladesh? Yeah. Sorry, Bangladesh. Team playing uh, against uh, uh, Pakistan. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. We've got a lot of cricket coming up, I so know. It's, yeah. uh, it's good for us because we like a few years down the line we were we weren't playing a team cricket, and now mm. soon as things restrictions have eased, we are playing a lot of cricket. So um, that under nineteen boys, few of them might be pushing for help, um, so they know there's a you know team yep. building up. Past a lot of the under nineteen players <clears throat> who have been marking good performance also make it into the A team. Um, I mean the likes of Angelo Matthews, he made it to the A team mm. straight out of under nineteen, uh, mm. and then you know the rest was history with what he performed or what he's done. So there is cricket that progresses for the boys in Sri Lanka. It means everyone involved in the game has a lot to do now. It's uh, management team. The coaches, it's uh, interesting if we'll see more changes in the coaching setup. You never know when there'll be specialist T20 coaches coming in to uh, manage the work. I think time will let us know, especially with what the changes are to be announced. Generally, World Cups are when uh, teams yeah. reset. Yeah, There might be some changes. I think that's, uh, that's a good segue to... Um move on to changes in the coaching setups uh, after World Cups. And before that, just want to mention um, about LPL, Bora. I mean, we, remember we talked about having these tournaments continuous, you know, every year. It's it's very good that it's happening uh, this year. Last time, we didn't really have many big names uh, coming into playing the LPL, but you can see this has created more interest now and we'll get a few more big names in the, in the tournament. That creates more interest and um, end of the day, the youngsters and the Sri Lanka cricket will benefit from that. Talking about coaching setup changes, India might have a new coach after the World Cup. Rahul Dravid might be taking over uh, in the home series against New Zealand after the World Cup. And uh, generally, when these changes happen, I mean, the captain and the coach changes, things change around the way you play cricket as well, isn't it? Yeah, they're spot on. Um, Rahul Dravid, front runner, because we've seen the transition happening over a period of time. We've seen Dravid was coaching, appointed the coach when they toured uh, Sri Lanka, as well as he was in charge of the under 19. So he's been in, you know, key coaching uh, roles was, through the Indian system. He was the uh, head coach of National Cricket Academy. Spot on there. Yeah. You know. so, so he's been, you know, he knows the players now. So when he comes into the national setup, he, he's already, he's ac- across what the, who the players are. Mm. 
And rightly so, a new combination becoming Kohli is letting go of the T20 captaincy. So um, a new captain comes in, changes the direction they want to take that team for the next uh, no, two to three years. Um, yep. That means the tactics might change, the dynamics of the teams might change because we've got different thinking. The same, I think, in Australia might happen. Justin Langer probably is mm. due for a change, at least in one format. So I think that will happen after the World Cup as well. Sri Lanka might be because the pattern, the way things are going is it's hard to have overall coach managing three formats. Because mm. you need a break in between to analyze and say, this is how I want to, you know, specialize into the game. We talk about to adjust to formats, the coaches have to adjust quickly as well. And over time, there is fatigue building between the players. You need that bit of freshness going in. So uh, I'd like to see that in our, at least the T20 coaching setup. You need more specialist yeah. T20 coaches because it's becoming a high intense game that you need more focus, like coaches specializing in that uh, yeah. aspect. The good thing we've done with that is I think in Sri Lanka, I think a few years back, um, we've had a level three coaching uh, program focused on our senior players there. I think Chamara Silva, Ranganeherat, yeah. Muba, Kandambi, those players in this program. So a good investment done by Sri Lanka cricket. Now it's to get that return on investment is to get these players involved in, yeah. in those profile gigs, you know. Especially in T20 cricket, Bora, because in the past, especially Asian countries, we used to look at Australia as the benchmark, isn't it? You know, we, yeah. we tend to do or we tend to copy what Aussies are doing. But if we're looking yeah. at T20 cricket, I think you'll have to copy what India is doing. Look at IPL. I mean, hardly anyone, any of the coaches in the IPL setups are test batsmen or test bowlers. You know, they. if you look at Ponting or Macallum, even if you are a, if you are not a very good T20 play, player, you'll have the support staff of good T20 players in your coaching setup. So as you said, get these guys in and pick their brains. Let them share their knowledge. You mentioned Chamar Silla. He's one of the best players of him who has played for Sri Lanka. The amount of knowledge you can take from him, you can't match that. Spot on. And these guys are what the youth can relate to. The guys like Tilna Kandambi, he's... Yeah. I mean, as a captain, he was a successful, hmm. uh, he had good leadership qualities. As a coach, he managed to win the LPL, the first edition. Like players communicate with them well. So they, there are uh, qualities that the modern generation would relate a lot to. And we'd like to see them being involved. I think that's a transition phase that has to happen also within. I mean, we've seen players move the system. We'd like uh, even the coaches now have to move through the system those fresh thinking or be able to express themselves that's the change we'd love to see okay we talked a lot about t20 world cup let's move on to some listener comments we've been getting good feedback and comments from our listeners thank you very much uh, and keep them coming you guys give us a few ideas and things to talk about in this podcast we got a comment from mohan from victoria about our episode with Russ, good information players, keep up the good work. And Anuka Samarakodi sent a message saying, loving this podcast, guys. 
I know Anuka personally, Bora. He may be in Colombo or he might be in Arugambe or somewhere surfing. So wherever you are, thanks for listening, Anuka. Thanks for supporting. We got Leon Gunasilan uh, on Twitter sending Bora a message saying, uh, looking forward to tune into your take on on this game. Uh, he's talking about Sri Lanka versus Bangladesh practice game, Bora. Do you want to add yeah. something to Leon's um, comments? Yeah, we've seen the game analysis. The bowling seems to be similar to what we discussed. Dasun and Chamika has been the slight change that between because Chamika seems to be getting, getting the new ball now. Batting Avishka's strong performance uh, is standing out. He's settled into that number four role so far. He seems to have found the method to bat at in that role. So um, you'll take confidence from his performance going into the qualifying stages. Um, Charmika, we've talked about his strong performance he's showing with the bat. I think now we're seeing more results of it. I'm not sure if it's the right word, uh, the finisher's role that we say, but at least he's turning out to be that power hitting uh, fix that we are looking for through the lower stages. Yeah, um, yeah. He's pushing his case against even a guy like Manidu Hasaranga, who's batting for that number six position. Yeah. So the Chamika is pushing, you know, if a player, if mm. we are looking for a guy as that pinch it or the person who's trying to push the game, I think Chamika has put his, he's slightly ahead of the rest. Yeah, what I like about him is Bora, he, he's someone who wants to get involved in the game all the time. Yeah. In the field, when he's bowling or even batting, you can see he's, he's, um, his mindset is to win and uh, more he plays this role, more he will get better i think so he, he has some strong performances behind him which gives him confidence so which is a good thing uh, for us going into these qualifiers we... to sum it up again that t20 game with a we beat a full member nation so yep. um, in a qualifying mm. stage it, that's a massive booster for the team yeah. of the camp you know settle the nerves out there we'll go into one more comment Aravindan from London he's talking about the, your bowling chart um, he wants to add something he's asking can we get Chamiro to bowl one more in the middle to take wickets don't want him to bowl 12 balls where he's being defensive one more for Kumara one less for Chamika and over for DDS so this was uh, posted a few days back. I mean, good having... Thoughts. Oh, absolutely. Good thing about uh, this is look at the amount of names in there. All these bowlers are bowling well. As I always say, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. One thing we can easily knock out is DDS won't get a... might not get a ball because he might not make the level. Yeah. yeah. But I think Dushmanta's option that uh, Aravindan talks about, he, it's a good one because if we, if we can use him... Um, we've seen him in the warm-up games. They seem to be using him two at the start and two at the back end. Yeah. Um, so if he gets on a roll, he'll be able to break the up. So yeah, uh, run through, get wickets. That's what we want. And again, that we can do because we brought in Lahiru Kumar, who we can now use in the depth. So yeah. that combination Arvindan talks about, definitely on, looks yeah. like. But it's good. I love discussing... Uh, with the charts that we're putting on, I'm sure there'll be more com- options that are coming up. 
you'll have to come up with more charts now bora <laughs> yeah was thinking about something to do with the batting yeah uh, to work through the phases at the moment i've got i mean the easier fix i think it's to start from the back end so yeah. you know your depth overs who the batsman we want or who you want batting 16th over onwards but interesting we'll try to see if we can bring out as a chart for that Well, you had your wish. I mean, you wanted this to happen for a long time. You had your wish come true. Uh, we had Vanidu Asaranga batting at number five against Bangladesh, <laughs> but unfortunately, he <laughs> got run out. <laughs> I mean, good opportunity to stamp himself at number five. But yeah, wonder if it was a yes, no, sorry, run out. <laughs> <laughs> I think with that. We'll wrap up this episode. Thanks for joining us today, and we would like you to subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all the other leading podcast providers. And then you will be able to listen to the latest episode as soon as it is released. And go back and listen to our chat with Russell Jarrett. We talk a lot about fitness training and recovery in cricket. You will love it. Yeah, you can find us on our socials. Um, send us feedback on Sri Lanka cricket pod. podcast at gmail.com we'll also add our links on our social pages for the show notes so you can check out and we really appreciate if you can leave us a quick review on apple podcast with generous five stars uh, that will help other cricket loving listeners like you to find this podcast we will be back next week with a brand new episode until then enjoy the game cheers guys